Hello, my name is Philip Crutze, President and CEO of Cartier Resources. We explore for gold in the Quebec portion of the Abitibi Greenstone Belt. And our flagship is the Chimo Mine Project. And we just recently uh, produced a uh, consolidated mineral resource estimate for the project. Like you said you would. Thanks for coming back on. That's what I wanted. That's what I'm checking in on, right? You said you said you were, you've done it. So consolidated uh, resource. I mean, give us some of the numbers, please. Uh, it now stands at seven hundred and twenty thousand ounces of gold in the in the indicated category, and one point six three three million ounces of gold uh, in the inferred category, and all of that is within a few hundred meters of the underground existing uh, infrastructure of the China Mine Project. Right. Okay. So was that so in and around where you thought you'd be? So you've got, you've got you know over a couple of million it, ounces or categories. It's, it's a bit. It's a bit more. All right. right. Uh, that when we had the Chimo Mine Project, we were because of the infrastructure, the engineers doing the resource estimates and working on the PA could afford to use certain parameters and cutoff grades because of the proximity of the infrastructure. The other issuer. That uh, that had the the West Nord ore deposit that's right to the immediately to the east of Chimo Mine <clears throat> could not afford that luxury. The engineer said, "No, no, no, no. You can't use their their cutoff grades and their parameters. You have to use much higher cutoff grades uh, because standalone that deposit is not economic. But if you merge the two projects together, then that deposit is easily accessible via underground drifts." And when we did a consolidated resource estimate of both the Nord or West deposit and the Chimo Mine project, it had, it ended up being about a hundred or hundred fifty thousand ounce extra ounces. Um, so the beauty of that is, oh, and and one of the reasons we had to do that is under forty three one hundred one rules, you cannot add resources from. Which were produced by two different issuers. Well, exactly because because investors were automatically thinking, hey, so what do the economics look like on that? You know, combining satellite resource satellite yeah. um, assets doesn't really work economically, typically. But okay, so two point three million answers, uh, all all categories. But you've also, and I'm trying to work out to, to what end here. You also announced twenty five thousand meter uh, trail program. So what are you trying to do with that? Right. Obviously, the aim of that 25,000 meter drill program is to grow the resource base past the 3 million ounce mark. Now, when we did the resource estimate on the West Nord Oil deposit, we had some very pleasant surprises. Namely, we had to resurvey all of our competitors' holes because now they were ours. Uh, and, and in the resurveying process, that grew a bit of the ounces and it repositions some of the holes that weren't rightly positioned because believe it or not, some of these issues, previous issues had not surveyed their diamond drill holes. The impact that had on the 25,000 meters that we recently planned has actually cut the some of the holes that we we're gonna do in the upper portion of the deposit. And now we've moved them down to the lower portion where we can grow even more the resource. I'd like to add that that the drilling that we're doing is essentially uh, aimed at growing the ounces. So we're not doing any infill drilling. Right now, we're still doing some very inexpensive type exploration. When the PA comes out, the recommendations chapter in the PA will no doubt say, look, guys, the next step is the feasibility. We have to flip the inferred into the indicated and measured. Therefore, you're going to have to do a lot of infill drilling, et cetera, et cetera. We, f we feel and we know that in 2023, 
we're going to go or graduate towards more expensive type of exploration. But by then, hey, if, if we've mapped out roughly 3 million ounces, uh, we're definitely going to be on the radar. Talk, talk to me about this, because um, I, I think the, pl- the, the the your business plan, your business model is really, really important for people to understand. Like, it's 30 million market cap company, right? Uh, you've, been, you've been hit like everyone else in, in the past. Yep. So set, you know, eight, eight nine months. Um, so I'm not going to dig you out about that, but I need to understand what we're walking into here. You're talking about coming out the other side of this drill program with potentially 3 million ounces, all categories. Um, you'll have some kind of, well, obviously 720 of that is already uh, indicated, so presumably it'd be a little bit more to, you're, you've got historic data, these aren't just random targets you're, you're, the drill program is going for or, or modeling, you've got some historic data that you're working with. So 3 million ounces is quite attractive to, I suspect, Agnika Eagle, a, share, a big shareholder of yours, I suspect it, uh, O3 Mining, who you did the deal with um, re- recently, will want to benefit from that somehow. What is the play for you here? What do you need to look like at the, by the time you deliver this PEA? Because PEAs are kind of plus or minus 30% on the, on the, on the economics. So what, what are you trying to show and, and who to? What we're trying to show is that this thing is clearly on a path to production process. So the PEA is just one of those necessary evils that we're going to have to come out with. Uh, and then we're going to go on towards the pre-feasibility and feasibility. Why, why do you say that? That's really fascinating. So, sorry to interrupt you. I'll let you come back to it. But it's one of sure. those necessary evils. Agnico Eagle don't need a PEA. No. They just need the data, right? So it's a question yeah. of, so why are you doing the PEA at all? You've got to just, you've got to talk to the market and I guess let them know what's going on and maybe yeah. drive up the price. So if a Agnico Eagle or A another comes along, the, you get a bit more value. Is that the only reason? No, it's, it, it's, it's a roadmap for other competitors as well. Listen, there are five mining companies with six mills along the highway. There's Agnico with the Gold X and the Canadian Malartic Mill. And they're also building the Odyssey Underground uh, in partnership with Yamana. There's West Dome, there's El Dorado, there's Monarch. I mean, so there's there's a lot of mills to feed, and the PA will also consider building it ourselves, right? They'll have two options: build a mill on site or tow mill it. So the PA is actually a roadmap to make better decisions moving forward. Obviously, since this project is is has a lot of historical data, you know, a lot of diamond drilling, and it was past producer, it. The bonus here is then when we get to designing the infill drilling program, we'll know where to put that infill drilling to generate more or higher value ounces in the near term. And PEA documents and pre-feasibility documents can map out the first 10 years or the value of the first 10 years of mining, and, and they cannot project beyond 10 years. So you're looking to create the highest value uh, sub-shovel-ready project that could be mined yourself or sold to any number of people. Obviously, uh, Cisco and, and Ignico uh, have a foot in the door. But that's that's why I say it's a necessary evil. When you start a drill program, one of the necessary evils is to produce a drill result. When you have a whole bunch of drill results, one of the necessary evils is to produce a 43-101 resource estimate and onwards. You always have to keep adding value to your project and being relevant in this space, more so now, 
after this crisis and this inflationary yeah. headwind. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that, and certainly sure. in the context of small small minds. But just just coming back to again the, the picture you're 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 trying to paint to make yourself attractive. Because when we first started talking, this was a cookie cutter approach. We're going to advance Chimo, uh, flip that. We're going to then get in get into you know East East Cadillac, um, you know Nordo West, uh, etc. Yeah. You know you know what you're doing. We've always said there's a good team. Who do things the right way um, and have you know some nice assets in here? But it, you're right. There's a new, there is a kind of new paradigm which I, I want to talk about in a second. But it, this your assets are going to be more valuable to yep. some than than others because trucking trucking costs exactly do have yeah. an impact, especially in this environment, um, for those hungry mills that, that have got to be fed. So um, coming back to the three million ants thing is yeah. it's really important that you show how this thing gets mined not just i've got ounces but how this thing can be mined Indeed. you know whether whether you the optionality right so again is, do you do any work on that or do you leave that to others to work out no we are going to be doing work on that because essentially senior miners maybe 10 or 15 <laughs> years ago were very focused on ounces and they took on the risk today they're not only focused on ounces but they're focused on companies that could deliver projects that have been extremely de-risk. So the process is 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 always to de-risk. And listen to what we're saying, when you're sailing from point A to point B, it's never a straight line. You have to adjust your sails to the wind, you know, to the direction of the wind. And 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 Lord knows in this industry in the last decade, there's been different headwinds and sidewinds and so on and so forth that's what i'm that's what we're going through and but very fortunately we are in a, a mining environment valdor mining camp with infrastructure manpower tremendous political support uh you know tre tremendous hydroelectric situation so you know and we were discussing earlier on the application of esg in uh in 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 our jurisdiction is an in the process is an encouragement mode and not a punitive mode so projects keep getting better and better uh, as they're you know advanced by seniors and juniors alike no no i, I agree with that and, I, and like i said i keep saying I, I i will i will give you a chance to talk about that because i think it's it, mm -hmm. as, again part of the new paradigm my you know yeah. cost of mining is going through the roof and you know we've seen lots of capex has been you know Blowing well, the brains out, quite frankly, it's 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 a different different environment. So let, let's talk about how you set yourself up for um, for, for success. Um, but uh, and, and we, 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 like I say, we'll deal with that bit in a, in a second. But look, I'm looking at your project and going, well, do you know what? Okay, they they're kind of done this consolidated uh, resource now, which, which is great. Okay, they're looking at their portfolio slightly differently because outsi outsiders are looking at it slightly differently. But ultimately, it's still, the grades are kind of like, meh, you know? So how do, how do you overcome that? Well, we have, actually, we published that last year. We were actually ticked tipped off to considering ore sorting technology <clears throat> to address this, the lower grades that we're seeing at, uh, at Chimo. Obviously, Chimo has very high grades, but when you bulk mine it, <clears throat> you maximize or optimize ounces. We did a test at Steiner in Kentucky. We did a test at uh, a metallurgical lab <clears throat> in southern Quebec. Both tests are positive. You could actually reduce by 50% 
um, the volume of rock that you're you're sending to the mill and and also pre-concentrate it by 170. So what will be coming out of that shaft eventually is five to six gram ton material uh, of gold. And so you know, and 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 listen, there's Goldex, there's Odyssey, there's uh, Young Davidson right along the highway. They're lowest grade, high volume bulk underground mining. So. That's not one of my concerns, but I could answer to that and people could visit our website and they'll see the technical details of, or of the positive ore sorting tests that we delivered. See, that's really interesting. That's really interesting because I think most retail will be looking at this thing and going, like, oh, great, it's not so so sexy. You know, we need something higher. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be expensive and I don't think it's therefore going to be that attractive. But what you're saying is with the savings that you've just, just talked about, it is, it is attractive. To a a mid tier because they they feel they they can they can um, well the economics stack up right um, yeah so let's let's talk about some of the other things that they will find attractive um, the, you started mentioning some of them like energy costs very very topical at the moment hydro energy yeah. in yeah. in Quebec cheap right we're not so yeah. it's not as expensive as people are struggling with elsewhere uh, in Canada and elsewhere in the world for sure what else is there on the list that makes it attractive. What makes it attractive is this this entire area has mill capacity, qualified workforce, proactive fiscal and policy environment. Uh, the First Nations are all on board because uh, it, it, it generates really a diverse type of workforce and, and, and work environments for them. Listen, um, it is a great place to be. The Abitibi, I'll just remind you a few statistics. 100 years of mining, over 100 mines, 200 million ounces of gold produced, 400 million ounces of silver, 35 billion pounds of zinc, 15 billion pounds of copper. Do I need to say more? This is mining country. And we don't want a black eye. So we're also addressing being good corporate citizens. That's what we have run. We're a tier one jurisdiction. And Companies like Agnico or Yamana or El Dorado or Hecla, they want to have positions in mining camps with multi-mines over multi-decades. That's the way they could play their, their math game, their economics. True, but it's like I keep saying, there's a phrase, there's a new, there's a new mining paradigm, which is costs are going through the reef, marginal projects are unlikely to get funded and if they do they're mm -hmm. unlikely to make money we, we've talked to a few in the last i better I better say last two weeks so we don't narrow it down too much um mm -hmm. where there's the suffering in an environment where the staffing costs are gone up contractor costs are gone up um fuel chemicals uh dynamite you, you name it across the board inflation through the through the roof here Absolutely. and they in one, one of them one of them has added 400 bucks an ounce to their cost structure, four hundred bucks an ounce. That's painful, right? That's Western Australia. Absolutely. Um, and you so, know, and, and so, even Barrick, a hundred bucks in the last quarter. Yeah. So in an in an environment such as Valdor, economies of scale become very important, and and that's one of our advantages. Uh, but if the costs keep going up, you're quite right that the the entire industry is going to have to think this through. Um, I've seen mine grades go you know, progressively lower and lower as we advance in time. And that's just a function of the fact that you've got 25 years plus mining and metallurgic technology 
that you did not have 25 years ago. So that's why most of the, you know, mind developments that you're seeing today are renaissance projects, projects that were shelved and abandoned or, you know, were production ceased over two decades ago. They're now being looked at differently. And if indeed it, when, when the mind planning and mind scheduling and the guidances are set, these things can become very economic. But how do, how do you, as a small company, right? Because there are many small companies pretty much saying the same stuff, pretty much in the same, oh, yeah. same position. How do you stand up? What do you need to do? Because we've kind of got this ENG imperative. Like I think in Canada, they encourage it. Uh, in yes. South America, they positively demand it. Um, yeah. You know, so the, 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 the companies, small companies need to start thinking and behaving differently um, to take advantage of potential incentives or potential, yeah. you know, whether it be tax incentives or, or, or otherwise. So what do you, what have you got lined up that you think is going to be the way what forward? What you need to do is be at the forefront. You have to listen, listen to the markets, listen to the government policies being present, listen to the senior producers. They're, they're telegraphing exactly what they need and, and heavens know they need them. Right. So if you're in any serious junior, you're listening, you're, you're listening, you're reading what's, you know, black on white, what needs to be done. And you're building that into your project or, and you're making sure your project takes the right boxes. So by listening, by having your radar, you know, really buzzed up, you're able to keep being relevant and to continue advancing your project and even in the even in the worst of times, obviously, if you've got money in the bank, such as Cartier, you can continue advancing the project. The last thing you want to do is to stall the work uh, and to lick your wounds and to wait till the market turns, because then you're actually, you know, catching up, running to catch up to service the needs of the industry. Okay, I, I hope I've answered your question. We have. No, and, 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 and I know you've, I know you've thought easy. about it, but it, it, it ain't easy. It definitely ain't easy. I'm not sure anyone's got 100% of the answer because it's a very, a very fluid times. Um, Absolutely. You know, jurisdictional risk is, is hot and heavy on everyone's minds uh, at the risk. And I always say Quebec is a great province in which to do business, very supportive of, of, of mining, you know, history or no. They're here and, here well, and there today, oh, they are supportive. We're all in this together, and uh, trust me, the um, companies like Agnico, the Cisco Group, the Eldorados, the, 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 the Yamanas, they, we, we all share ideas and our fears about where this is going. And um, the best juniors are the ones that will apply what, what's being told to them. And I've, we've done that. And I've expressed that so far, we've been able to manage it quite well. It has taken more time. We've adjusted ourselves every time. The next phase of exploration at Chimo, maybe in 2023, that's going to be a bit more expensive. If the markets don't turn, I'm going to start to get worried. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what happens in the precious metal market. I know, I know most people are trying to look at JP Morgan, Morgan uh, insider traders, and, and 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 anything they they can lay blame on. But the, the truth is, you know, it's risk off at this moment, and um, until the markets settle down, I'm globally, an optimist. Yeah, I'm an optimist. Who and knows? I focus on what I could control, not the rest. Right. So, so let's finish on finish on a bang, which is right. Twenty five thousand meter um, program announced, fantastic. Um, 
more and uh, obviously um, in, 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 in increased resource, fantastic. But PEA is the moment where the potentially a step change when people understand the extent of what you've got here. So, what's the timing on that? Actually, we have a, uh, a progress meeting in, in the next two weeks. We believe that it's going to be before Christmas, but I don't want to make any promises. I mean, normally we should have this before Christmas. Uh, that's that's my answer. That's my best answer. Okay, well let's leave it there. Maybe you come back um, when it's done and uh, oh for sure and, and, and tell call. us tell us. And I told you drilling. so. There's drill results. There's drill results. Oh, uh, yeah. Mark what, what the market could send us, and then there's the PA. So we've we've got wiggle room. Here. Tell me tell me about this. Sorry, last question. I promise. I always do this. Yeah. Last question. I promise. Which is we've seen different ways of approaching announcing drill results. We've seen companies. Put them out as soon as they got them. You know that we've got we've got one one whole discovery type conversations going on uh, in some place, and then we've got others who have done tens, if not hundreds of thousands of meters, just batching them up and going to release them in one big lump sum at the end. Where, where, how are you going to play this? Given where you are uh, at at this stage of the game, I'm thinking just release them as they come in. So be, because because our program has got the traditional drillers plus directional drilling. As soon as they as were sampled, it goes to the lab. We don't wait to send all the batches. So this time around, I'm going to release them as they come in. And I think I could afford to do that because by now, after four years of drilling, people know the long section They'll and we'll place the results. We'll say, this is what we've just announced. This is where the next announcement is going to be. And that's how I, I believe I'm going to play it at this stage. I'm not going to batch them at a later date. Okay, well, like, um, and what, what, what have you got? This you two, two, two drills turning? Two drills turning. One on the West Nordo deposit, one on the East, Ch East Chimo mine area. And as soon as Christmas or the freeze comes in, we're going to take one of those rigs and send it right west of the shaft because it's a swampy area and we need to address the logistics and, and make sure we're not... Uh, we're on board with the environmental consigns uh, okay. by the government. No, no, no floating drills. Right, good. No, Glad to no, hear. No one that. No. no, no one wants that. Um, okay, well, brilliant. Um, stay in touch. Look forward to hearing uh, the announcements as they come out. Appreciate your time today, Phil. Thank you very much, Matt.